Welcome to the Virtual CFO Podcast, where you'll learn how to grow and innovate your business one step at a time from successful business owners. And here's your host, Brad Turville. Hi there, it's Brad Turville here, and welcome to the Virtual CFO Podcast. I'm going to talk about where most businesses get it wrong. In working with hundreds, if not thousands of businesses, I'm exposed to something most business owners aren't, and that's that I get to see the inside working of all these businesses and get to understand the owner's mindset. What I can tell you is that there is no silver bullet, no one thing that you can do to catapult you to $1 million, but there are a number of strategies that great businesses follow. But here's the thing. Most business owners have great ideas, so it's not a lack of things that they can do to improve their business. The problem lies all around execution and implementation. It always has. What that means is that you might read or hear about a good idea, maybe a similar business is doing something great, and you think to yourself that that would really help to improve your business, but then nothing. You get back to the day-to-day runnings of your business and nothing changes. So how do you make sure great ideas are actually executed? What's simple, you need an accountability partner. Someone you regularly, as in monthly, catch up with to review what has happened over the last 30 days. This is where I can help you. You set your action items for the next 30 days and they form your accountability You've dictated you know, what you want to do, why, how it will benefit your business, who is responsible for it, and when it will be completed by. Your accountability partner's role is to push you because you know, all, we, all, we all need a little you know, nudge every now and again to keep us on track. Most people spend more time working in their business than on it. And when they have a moment to work on it, it's usually on the wrong things. So here's where most businesses get it wrong. Highly scalable. This is the ability for your business to seamlessly handle an increase in marketing, sales, and delivery as your business grows. So this is its ability to scale. So to get bigger, you need to do more marketing. That then leads to more sales, which then leads to more work to be completed. All of this takes time, and that's your biggest constraint. So what will break first when you 10x your business? If you ask yourself this, the answer nine times out of ten will be you. You will break first. So you personally will be the biggest constraint on business growth. That's because as a business grows, you physically cannot do everything as there is only 180 to 200 hours of time available each month, and this gets used up real quick. I'm sure you already know this all too well. So how are other businesses more scalable, you might be asking? Well, here's a few examples. Internet marketing. By having an online presence, customers can find your business through places like social media, Google, other websites that are endorsing you. You can also use paid advertising 
to target a specific type of person or use SEO to rank higher in Google when someone types in a phrase like graphic designer North Sydney. This type of marketing ticks away in the background and in most cases you'll have either an external marketing consultant helping you or if you're a bit bigger you might have an internal marketing coordinator running the show. Online sales funnel. So customers can now find you online because, let's be honest, we Google everyone. They then check out your website and from there they can make a purchase or an inquiry. So let's say you've got a shopping cart set up. You've now created a very scalable sales system. Customers can find you online and they can buy something without it taking any of your time at all. Webinars. Using a tool like GoToWebinar, you can run a webinar where people can log in from anywhere in the world for your presentation. This could be for marketing your business, selling a product or a service, delivering your product or service, perhaps even educating or nurturing your clients. The power is that it is a one-to-many model, meaning when you present, you're speaking to many people at the same time as opposed to doing one-on-one sessions. This is very scalable and opposed to a live event, um, and and that's still being a one-to-many, you can run a webinar from, from anywhere simply by opening your laptop. Email campaigns. Using email automation tools like Entreport for all the bells and whistles or MailChimp for the bare minimum, you can email everyone on your list of emails in the one go. So this allows you to easily and regularly stay in contact with everyone, make offers, invite them to webinars, send them reminders, endorse a product or service, etc., as opposed to sending emails one by one. This is obviously scale and a no-brainer. Delivery. So there are a few examples of ways to scale your, your sales and marketing, but what about delivery? So this is doing the actual work. So say a hairdresser, you know, they would actually be cutting hair. That's their delivery. Uh, an example might be a digital product. So customers are buying an online video course or access to an online forum or community, or you know, they might download an ebook or an information product. These are highly scalable because you know you shoot the video once and then customers can come buy it over and over again online. So if one person buys it, or 10,000 people buy it, it doesn't matter. They can all access it and watch the video course. Another example of scalable delivery may be something called the middleman business model. Think of it like a furniture store. They don't make the furniture. They buy it at wholesale rates from the manufacturer, and then they sell it to the public with a markup. So they are the middleman. For example, many internet marketers, graphic designers, SEO experts, um, they can and do use the middleman concept. So they can help you with all of your online problems or challenges, but they'll use a supplier who has a team of experts to do the actual delivery. So this is scalable because you're now not doing all of the nitty gritty work. 
you have a supplier doing it for you. You could put those people on your payroll, but sometimes it's just easier, you know, for you to pay for what you need and then not have to worry about all the dramas of building and inspiring a team of your own. Okay, we're going to talk about don't get good at the small things. Most business owners spend too much time doing tasks in their business that are low skill or easily outsourced. Perfect examples are administration and building websites. Let's look at professional service businesses, which are lawyers and finance brokers and financial planners, to name a few. The delivery of their service involves technical prowess and understanding of legislation and rules and problem solving. These are high-skilled tasks that offer a ton of value to the client. But there are then many low-skilled tasks that are still important and they're, they're required to run the business. So in a perfect world, let's take a financial planner. They should specifically be meeting with a client, researching the markets, and devising the investment strategy. But what happens is they naturally take on many administration tasks like managing their email, booking appointments, printing documents, checking the mail, doing bank reconciliations, sending invoices, answering the phone, preparing basic documents, writing letters. Your administration team should be doing all of this. You can't scale if your time is being used up on low-skilled tasks. One way to identify and delegate these tasks are to do something called the task transfer. You basically get a whiteboard and write all of your team members' names across the top, and then beneath each name, you write on a little sticky note each task that you do. So if you're unsure of absolutely everything, then track your time very diligently for just one week, and then you'll know. From here, you can pick up tasks that are under your name and move them under someone else's problem solve. Also, unless you are a website developer or a graphic designer, you have no right to be doing these tasks. You can find thousands of experts online, okay, even on Upwork or using an agency to help you out. They'll do the job 10 times better and in half the time. Let's talk shiny objects. So great business owners don't get distracted by the shiny objects. What I mean is that when the new interesting shiny thing comes along, the business owner gets distracted and changes the course of their business. And then they get distracted again and again. They never become really good at anything, and this is actually a lot of hard work. Yes, you need to keep improving and innovating in your business, and that could include a a major pivot at some point. But chasing after the latest and greatest is just like chasing that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You can keep running to the end, but you'll never get there. Stay true to your business. Lead and inspire your team. Nurture your clients. Only work on the high-value jobs. 
become more scalable, remember to delegate and engage with an advisor to monitor your goals and keep you accountable. Systemize, systemize, systemize. A business in my view is someone has a problem or challenge and you have a product or service that solves it. So a business is made up of many tasks that are repeated over and over from the day-to-day running of things to your marketing and sales to your delivery to your accounting. Anything that is repeated more than once can be systemized. This could be as simple as the steps to do a task like prepare a standard letter template or an appointment setting process or a checklist of documents a client needs to send in. I could keep going on, but when you start to look at your business as a number of tasks repeated over and over, then you'll see the opportunity to create checklists and processes. These are super important because they provide the structure and reduce errors. It's then simple to teach a new team member their task because they now have a manual and they've got a checklist to follow. A modern version could be recording your computer screen and speaking into the microphone, then dictating what you're actually doing and why. This all makes your business more attractive if you're looking at selling. As a systemized business shows structure, you've taken your proprietary systems and processes out of your head and you've now put them onto paper, so to speak. So you've basically packaged up your intellectual property into a product and this adds tremendous value to the valuation of a business. To learn more, check out a book called The Checklist Manifesto. I've got the link in our show notes. What I want you to do is review your business and see how these strategies compare to what you're doing. Decide which one will provide the biggest leverage to improve your business and then execute on it. If we are only focused more on execution in our business, we'd have more time and more profits. Let me know how you go or if you'd like some help. I'd like to do a quick little shout out to James Shramko from superfastbusiness.com for a couple of terms I used in my business, such as when will, what will break first when I 10x my business and don't get good at the small things. There are a couple of terms uh, that I picked up that he used, so I'm not going to pretend that I made them up themselves. So, James, thank you for that. Um, thanks again, everyone, for listening today. Please head over to the show notes uh, because, you know, I'd like to know, um, you know, how you go with implementing some of these and executing upon them. And if you'd like some help, feel free to shout out. Thanks for listening.